Welcome to Laura's Happy Corner Podcast. My name is Laura Bowman, and I'm a manifestation coach who teaches people how to attract a life of joy and abundance. You are a thousand percent capable of living a life you absolutely love, one where you have the freedom to live your passion, be happy with your partner, and don't ever have to stress about money. And if that's exactly what you want, but you're not quite there yet, then this podcast is for you. Hello and welcome back to season two. This is episode 11 of Allure's Happy Corner podcast. Today, we're going to talk about desire and intention. And I have the pleasure of sharing with you a wonderful interview I did with the world's first sober sommelier, Alex Norwood Hill. And I'm going to explain what a sober sommelier means in just a moment. Um, but yes, uh, he just has amazing energy and what an incredible story he told about his awakening in his journey to purify his body. So a sommelier is somebody who is like a wine connoisseur, very good at pairing wine with food and um, you know, usually works in elegant restaurants. And uh, that's exactly what Alex did and he now does that as a sober sommelier um, and creates non-alcoholic drinks that are charged with crystals. They're made at certain points of the lunar cycle and uh, different times of the year. And it's just really, really a wonderful story he has. He is so inspiring. And if you're curious about your relationship with alcohol, Uh, You'll really love this episode, but this talks about, again, desire and intention with anything you do, whatever it is in your life that you feel you need to work on. um, This will be hopefully a great podcast that you will really resonate with. So I hope you enjoy. Right. Hello, everybody. Welcome to another episode of Laura's Happy Corner Podcast. And today I have Alex Norwood Hill, the world's first sober sommelier. And I I hope I didn't butcher that. But Alex, um, thank you so much for being here. And um, you can correct my pronunciation on that. And please tell us what it means to be the world's first sober sommelier. (laughs) <laughs> Perfect. No, you, pre- you, you pronounce it fine. That's absolutely great. Thank you so much for having me here, Laura. So um, the world's first service sommelier. Well, what does that mean? It's quite a long story, but um, I'll kind of give you the top line. So um, I used to work uh, many moons ago. I was a mixologist. I worked in Michelin star restaurants. Um, I was also trained sommelier as well. Um, serving wines and delicious cocktails, alcoholic cocktails um, in, in some of the world's uh, best restaurants, both in London and in uh, Miami, in South Beach. So um, uh, it, was a, it was a great experience, you know, uh, certainly getting an idea for flavor and taste and mixing wonderful drinks, meeting interesting people, sharing stories. You know, the bar is a great place to share stories and uh, and, and wonderful food, wonderful food, food pairings with drinks. Um, so, uh, yeah, it was a wonderful experience. Uh, this was kind of after I left university. And, um, you know, obviously in that kind of lifestyle, it's quite hedonistic in terms of, you know, there's quite a lot of alcohol consumption. 
you know, from time to time, recreational drug consumption. So, the, you know, you're you're exposed to it. Uh, it, was, it was a great a great life experience and some great skills learned, especially when it came to making wonderful cocktails, making wonderful drinks, understanding about how to, how to pair flavors, amazing wines, champagnes. Um, but I think, uh, you know, in there was probably for me and it became an unhealthy relationship with alcohol uh, and um, but I didn't really address it then. I kind of, you know, left left that that industry uh, and ended up going into property um, and then um, about 2011, I ended up buying a real estate agency in the UK. Um, which is uh, I still own and still run, um, you know, in Kent. Uh, so in, in the, on the wheel of Kent. So that's my kind of main business. But um, about four years ago, I had a, a kind of an awakening. Uh, it's what's called a quantum change moment. So it's like a spiritual awakening where I, um, uh, yeah, I basically was on a trip to Ibiza with some friends and we went out to this sacred island, which is called Esvedra. Uh, it was on a fairly hedonistic and boozy. It was actually a, a stag party. Uh, and we went out to this sacred island. And um, the, when we were on this boat, I was asked, um, we went out to this island and, uh, called Esvedra, which is a, a supposedly, it's, it's very mystical. It's supposed to be the third most magnetic point uh, in the world. Apart from the two poles, it's supposed to be where the tip of Atlantis, it's supposed to be uh, where um, Odysseus was lured onto the rocks by the sirens, you know, the, the, in, 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 in kind of the myth, the, the mythical story. So there's a lot of magic around it. It's supposed to be where there's, you know, but it also represents this goddess Tanit, this Phoenician goddess Tanit, who is a very benevolent goddess uh, and can be seen very much like uh, Aphrodite or uh, other other kind of goddesses, maybe Isis, that kind of energy. And her, and actually her symbol is very much like the symbol of Isis, like the Ankh, you know, the symbol of life, of eternal life. So I'm just going to move over here. So basically, um, uh, so when we got taken out to this rock uh, on this boat, on this beautiful boat, um, the driver said to me, look, we want you to, we want you to touch the rock. Um, and, and I was like, well, why me? There's, you know, there's, so this is quite a, quite, it's almost like an island basically. And they're like, why me? And, uh, and he said, oh, the island wants your energy. And I, so I had no idea what that meant. And there were 12 other people on this boat and I was like, well, why me? You know, and, but at the same time, cause, cause I had, um, uh, had some understanding of kind of esoteric. I'd studied comparative religion at university, so I knew, and I, you know, done quite a lot of meditation, understanding Buddhist meditation and mantras, and you know, and working with frequencies and energies. So I kind of knew something was going on because the energy of this island was just so immense, and I was kind of freaking out as we were going there. And then when he, then the driver said, "Oh, we want you to touch the rock," I was like, "Well, Jesus, okay." So, um, so the boat. There's actually a, a video of the boat being pushed up against the rock uh, in in the sea, and I'm at the edge of the tip of the boat, and then I touch the rock, and then something just happened. Something it was like it was like a pack of cards, kind of all being shuffled in terms of like my, my energy, like like karmically something shifted in my energy field and I and I was just like what just happened and I was jumping around the boat as if I'd like you know just kind of I don't know like I, it was like Indiana Jones like I just lifted up the cup and I was running out of the temple or something it was kind of like really something just happened and clicked and and, and I just heard this voice that said you must purify your body 
you must purify your body. And it was just really loud. It's like, you must purify. And I was just like jumping up, like, like I, you know, like jumping around the boat and everyone's going, this guy's crazy. What is going on? So, so yeah. So basically after that experience, we went for lunch and I was telling everybody, I, that's it. Today's the last day I'm drinking. Today's the last day I'm ever doing any recreational drugs. I'm going to just purify my body. I got this message. And they were all, because it was a stag party, they were all laughing and they were taking the piss out of me and making fun of me. And, and they actually ordered in this beautiful restaurant in Ibiza, overlooking this bay, overlooking the island, Esvedra, they ordered a, a birthday cake. <laughs> and my D, because I used to DJ a lot, my DJ name is DJ Dio. And they said, they basically ordered this birthday cake, said, oh, it's your birthday. It's your, you know, the first day of your new life. And they this cake arrived with like sparklers and it said happy birthday DJ Dio and like the whole the whole restaurant was singing happy birthday right <laughs> and so and and they all so I think it was very much making fun of me but also quite you know I was I was serious about it uh, and so that night we went to this club called Destino and when we were in Destino which is means destiny uh, there was this amazing DJ Guy Gerber playing and and I literally um put down my last drink uh, you know, and I said, that's it. Um, and, uh, and, you know, and then when we got to the, I got, I was in the lobby of the hotel, of the hotel, it's a hotel, but there was a DJ and I was just about to walk out. And I thought, oh my God. And I, in my pocket, I had a load of recreational drugs because I was organizing this stag party. And I was like full of recreational drugs. And I thought, and I was like, no, if I'm going to walk through the doors, it said Destino Destiny, and this is going to be the last day that I do any, do any of this, these substances or anything, uh, alcohol as well. I got to get rid of this. So I just went down to the, to, down to the bathroom, emptied, emptied all these like, there was, and there was everybody, the whole stag part, it was like all of the, <laughs> I emptied them, flushed them down the loo, down the toilet, um, which obviously didn't go down very well, but luckily it was the last night of the stag do anyway, so of the stag party, so. But so I walked through that door and it was very much walking into my new life. You know, I didn't know it then. That was four years ago. That was the 29th of May, uh, 2017. And so it started my journey. Uh, and then when I got back to the UK, I've got myself a, an amazing therapist called Chip Summers. Um, uh, and basically, you know, going on that journey of recovery and sobriety is about going into, you know, alcohol or drugs are not the, the, the they, they are a symptom they're not the cause of why you do, you know, how you get to using, misusing alcohol or drugs are not, uh, it, you know, they are the symptom, not the cause. So what was fantastic was going in with this guy, Chip Summers, who is fantastic. He actually works a lot. He, he, he helped uh, Russell Brand get sober. Uh, and um, so he's very well known. And I was lucky enough to be put in touch with him through a friend, a friend called Chris, a friend of my mother's called Chris Briggs, who's, uh, he works, I think he works for Sony now, but he was at EMI, so in the music industry. So um, it was, I was very blessed uh, and I did a kind of loose 12 step, step program. I did do AA for a year. Uh, it was very helpful for a while, but I, then I felt that it wasn't really the right place for me. And what's so great is that now there are some amazing sober, you know, great resources, sober clubs and, mindful drinking movement and, and people who are you know between kind of you know because I think there's a you know there's a there's a big gap between people who are like serious hardened alcoholics and 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 or you know having real issues and need something like AA 
uh, and then there are the people who are just kind of think, well, you know, that they're, they're drinking is just that they're concerned about their drinking, but they don't feel AA is the right place for them. So they're now with the mindful drinking movement and these support groups, peer led support groups like Sober and Social or uh, Club Soda in the UK or um, there's the Sober Club with Janie Lee Grace. There's um, there's a lot of resources. Emily Cyphers, um, she set up Sober and Social, the one I told you about on Clubhouse. Um, so yeah, if anyone's listening to this podcast and they think, oh, you know, I, you know, I, I'm I'm curious about my relationship with alcohol and I want to explore it and I'm not happy with it, but I don't I don't feel it. I'm AA. Then they can you know they can email me at uh, at my webpage or DM me on Instagram at sober sommelier, um, and I can point them in the right direction because there are so many resources now and it's so wonderful to feel supported um and to feel like uh, you're not alone but it's also it's there's no stigma you know i think the thing is about about aa a lot of aa is it's it's a disease and you know and you're you and, and they're very much it's like well you know you're you're powerless against alcohol well i don't believe you are i think you're you know so so yeah so as i started in my journey of sobriety which was amazing i i realized that from that epiphany that quantum change moment in the rock in ibiza and walking through the doors of destiny, it actually, not only was it the doors to destiny, it was the gateway to, to wellness and to sobriety. And so it's led me on a, on a path of uh, energy healing, of light work, of uh, angelic uh, Reiki and angelic Reiki, and also working with my Reiki master. Um, and that I'm now a Reiki practitioner and also crystal healing. I'm a crystal, uh, crystal practitioner using crystal healing as well. Um, I'm actually got a crystal here. See, that's a bit of selenite. I, I was going <laughs> to say that um, for yeah. those listening on the audio, um, can't see it, but that is a beautiful crystal you're holding. I was definitely going to comment on that. I just love it. It's got yeah, so. I can feel the the energy in in a good way. Of course, I got yes. real warm just now too. That's that's weird. Yeah. Very interesting. Yeah. I love it. So it's uh, well, yeah, you're, you're, because each crystal does have a frequency, and this one is a is a very, a very, a very healing, gentle, warm energy. So that um, it's a selenite, a piece of selenite. So that's when you're when you're talking about it and connecting with it. It's spelled with an S, selenite, S E double L E N I T E. It's a bit like they call it satin spar as well. There's two different types, but um, so so yeah. So basically, I. Uh, you know, after about a year in, in my sobriety, I, I was starting to get frustrated. So this would have been three years ago. I was getting frustrated with the drinks uh, that, you know, I couldn't find, apart from Seedlip, a guy called Ben Bransom set up Seedlip, which is non-alcoholic spirits, which is one of the biggest non-alcoholic brands in, in the world. I, I was frustrated that I couldn't find, you know, uh, the drink, you know, that many drinks for people that didn't drink, apart from, you know, soft drinks, Coke, fizzy drinks, you know, whether you're in restaurants or whether you're in shops or online. And so, but the but the this not this category of not no and no and low or non-alcoholic or alcohol free was starting to grow. So creating sophisticated drinks for grown-ups, for adults, for people who want a drink, but they don't want to be treated like patronized or treated like a child when they go to a restaurant. Oh, I'm mean, you're not drinking. Oh, here's a here's a warm orange juice or here's a Coca-Cola or here's a here's a here's a mocktail with like loads of umbrellas and sickly sweet drinks, you know. I have a very sophisticated bitter palate and I want uh, well I like bitter things, I like bitter drinks. Uh, and and I, I want to be able to pair delicious drinks to the moment, to the occasion. I want I still, as a, a bon viveur, as someone that loves socializing and loves great food and love great drink, why sh can't I be catered for 
Why can't I be looked after? Why, can't, why should I miss out on the ceremony and the fun? Uh, and, you know, and I think it does, it does, it's important for people where they are in their sobriety or recovery journey, you know, because some people might be triggered by drinks that, that mimic the taste of alcohol. And, you know, if that's the case, then they should very much, you know, listen to themselves, listen to their therapist or listen to who they're working with and just be careful that, you know, if it's, you know, I, I love non-alcoholic beers, but for some people it might trigger them. So everybody has to find their own level and, and, and be mindful of that. But the great thing about mindful drinking is, you know, even if you, if you, you know, some people, well, I, you know, they might just want to stop drinking in the week. So they drink at the weekend, but then during the week they have refreshing drinks. They have a non-alcoholic gin, which they have at six o'clock, which mimics the normal gin and they, and they don't drink. And same with what non-alcoholic wines or so, what's wonderful is there's a revolution there's a mindful drinking revolution going on there's a non-alcoholic drinks revolution and i'm you know the reason i started sober sommelier was to champion this category to it's a movement for social change it's a movement um for empowering people for you know sobriety and these this these these drinks and this movement has helped me create um a life that I could only dream about, you know, it's, it's like uh, a feeling aligned, feeling, feeling whole, feeling um, centered, feeling grounded, uh, you know, working, uh, doing my healing work. Um, I've set up my own drink, which is, uh, oh, I'm, I'm going to launch my own drink this year, which is called Cordus, which is a bittersweet non-alcoholic aperitif. Um, uh, we have a, a house in France and I've, I'm working with a French distillery to create this liquid. Uh, and I also use crystals to charge it. So it's a high frequency liquid. So it's, it's, it's probably the first ever um, aperitif that's used crystals to charge it. But it means that when you drink it, when it comes into your energy field, uh, you know, it brings a high vibration and, and, uh, and, it, and it gives you that warm, a bit like that warm feeling you got from the crystal that you mentioned. It's kind of that's what happens when you drink it. And I make the drink um, aligned with astrology as well. So, I'll, I'll, so it's the equinox or I make it on the solstice or a full moon and taking the energies from, from, from our solar system and from celestial bodies and getting the right alignment so that I can, I can make the frequency depending of the time of the year and what's going on. So um, yeah, it's, it's, it's basically a, a holistic approach to, 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 to kind of uh, to drinking to, to the, the, and that is also a philosophy about life about being mindful about working with nature working with crystals which come from the earth um but also like going back to my epiphany moment in ibiza um understanding that you know you have a physical body and you have a light body you know and the light body is your is it so for me it was very important to have a spiritual practice um which i do um and that doesn't have to be related to any religion but it's just to me it's connecting into the energy of the universe connecting into the spirit of the earth gaia and working with her and and her guides and angels and my guides and angels which any of us can do whether you believe it or not it's there so it, for me it's been a wonderful journey that is ongoing uh, and it's something that i'm you know enjoying sharing both in my sober sommelier platform and also my cordless drinks platform which which are uh, you know are kind of both coming to fruition this year so yeah that's really uh, that's really the the journey for alex norwood hill uh, and and my journey in, in you know with with these platforms um first of all i'm definitely interested in that drink yes. i'll make sure that 
I linked that up for other people listening to this. I just, it, and the reason, I mean, one of the many reasons, like the fact that it's charged with crystals and you, you're very mindful of when during the, the month or the year that you do it. Um, and that's the feeling that people want to get from drinking anyway, right? That warm, fuzzy, relaxed feeling. Um, I can literally tell you that I, I got that through Zoom when you held up that crystal. And that's <laughs> no lie, because I said that before you even said what kind of energy it even had. And mm. I'm still like, just wow about that. So um, yeah, like I, I, I talk to people all the time that and you know, I'll, I'll be vulnerable and admit myself included. Um, I, I definitely want to be more mindful of, of drinking, of the things I put into my body, food wise, everything. Um, I think that's a, a natural thing when you start to become more spiritual and you level up, um, your physical being comes into play. You start to really care more about your body. And I've mm. noticed that for sure. And that's, um, you know, it's a good thing, you know, like not stopping drinking. Like some people will be like, oh my gosh, like, how can I ever do that? And that's where, you know, just like you said, there's no shame in getting help. Like we are humans that are like, we're meant to work with other people and team up. And we spoke about this before how, you know, imagine one person who's uh, vibrating at a high frequency, um, do, you know, doing good in the world, manifesting things, spreading good energy. Well, imagine how much that's magnified when you team up with other people that are of the same frequency. So in the same respect, if there's something that you need help with, like you need to focus on your strengths and the things that are not your strengths, there's no shame in getting help for anything. And mm. a lot of times like that's what is necessary. But yeah, I mean, look how your life has changed. And I would imagine that you now... I mean, you, you enjoy getting up every day, you manifest with ease. Um, these are probably things that have been included in the transformation for you. Absolutely. I mean, the thing yeah. is, I, I totally agree with what you're saying. And the, the, the most important thing is, is that, is that getting reconnect, getting to know yourself and your higher self, going into yourself and, mm. and being vulnerable. It's like the vulnerability you know, the first thing, you know, in any step is realizing that, you know, okay, I, I want to address this and I'm prepared yes. to admit that I have an issue here. I don't know how I'm going to deal with it, but I'm, I'm prepared to be vulnerable. And that vulnerability is so powerful, like being vulnerable and, 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 and just actually being honest with yourself and those around you. It's just so, and, and, and not, not the energy it takes to kind of keep up a front about or to or to not admit that you that you have a problem I mean it's easy to say when when you come through it but it is very hard I mean it took me you know 35 years you know I was like 40 45 when I finally when I you know stepped into admitting that I had issues with alcohol and drugs um, and that my relationship I'm very much an all or nothing person so uh, and I have a very I have a very uh, strong constitution so I would always just I, and I didn't really get drunk, so I would just carry on drinking. Like people would just be dropping around me, and I'd be like, "Right, it's five in the morning, let's carry on," you know. And it's just kind of like, uh, so it was very much to my detriment. And the chaos, you know, the chaos in my life was was unbearable. And so, you know, when the drinking left, so did the chaos, you know. And and you know, it's it's it, don't get me wrong, you know, I, this you know, life is still challenging, and there's ups and downs. But the thing is, what's great is that you can deal with it, and you, also you can deal with the reality of it because you're not. 
I was using alcohol and drugs to, to regulate my emotions. Right, I want to feel like this. I want to feel like that. I'm going to do, and I was quite precise about it. I was almost like a little a physician. I was like, right, I'm going to take this Valium now and that's going to make me fall asleep because I've been doing Coke for three hours. Okay, then I'm going to wake up. Then I'm going to have three coffees and I might even have a small cognac. Okay, then I'm going to have this. And, blah, blah, blah. and it was just like a science. But then you can only, your body, your body is a vessel. Is an, is, it's, it's your biotech body is your biotech this is what i call it it's your biotech for consciousness so basically your body if your body is vibrating at that frequencies then your consciousness can allow to awaken and expand and you can start to get into those higher frequencies those bliss frequencies those frequencies of of ascension of fifth dimensional energy you can expand and you can then start to work with source you can go you can you can go into the highest dimensions that your body can take you can you know obviously you need to be protected when you do that you need to work with angels and guides you need to have protection but now this in this age of aquarius in this in this time those those the ability to work as multi-dimensional beings and to access these higher dimensions and to work in these higher frequencies is possible but the first thing to me the, to, to do that is you have to have the vessel to do it and that vessel is the body so so actually you know and for me i was having these moments of magic on drugs on alcohol or meditation but they were fleeting and then i would come down or i would you know I, i'd eat a load of junk food or you know and then and it was such a, a such a painful roller coaster mm -hmm. because 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 i was seeing these moments of awakening i was seeing these moments of bliss of of of, of awakening and then it was being taken away and, I, and it was i was on a cycle of depression highs and lows manic depressive you know so, so now building up that those layers of positivity and those layers of, of, of energy and frequency, which effectively is what we all are. We are all just frequency. We're all, you know, we're all vibration, you know, we're, our being, our consciousness is all about vibration. So, you know, learning that and, and coming into that um, is so much easier when you're not, when your body is not fighting toxins and poison. And basically the next level of that is once you've done the, the drink, it's cut out the drinking, the alcohol, and you've got a practice where you're, you're working with sound, you're toning, you're working with meditation, you're working with crystals, you're working with angels and guides, you're really coming. Then the next thing is really to work with the gut because the gut is really where, you know, this is, I've just done a, a the biome in the gut, but everything starts really with the gut. And, and actually I just did a 21 day gut health program. I mean, my biggest issue now is sugar. I mean, I try, you know, I have an addictive personality anyway, but sugar is really, I'm trying to fight the sugar. But, um, but once you then work with the uh, gut health program and start to get your gut balanced, uh, then it is, and you go into a next level as well, because you're, you're really, you know, and obviously things like yoga and practice uh, and breath work. Um, so yeah, so it's, it's really, but, but actually taking booze and, and, and recreational drugs out of the equation is, a, is, is, is the first step to me because you can, you know, and the thing is a lot of people, it's like, well, I only drink the, but the, you know, a little bit and the, well, that's fine. And everyone must find what works for them. I'm not someone that would say, well, just because you, because you drink, you can't reach these levels of, uh, of high frequency. I'm not saying that everyone has to work out what's for them, but it's a lot easier when your body is not fighting toxins um so you know that it's that's yeah that's really that really helps yeah i absolutely agreed um and that doesn't mean that you have to completely stop but you have to be honest with yourself like anything else like talk about this 
many times throughout these podcast episodes about acknowledging like what your intuition's really telling you, what really feels right. And you know, like if you if you have a concern with how much you're drinking, you 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 feel it. You know, you you might try to cover it up, but you have to acknowledge that um, that that feeling is there for a reason, and that maybe you don't have to stop completely, but that you have to cut back. But you have to know yourself that if you're a person that can't just have a drink a night um, if with dinner or a couple on the weekend, and you're going to go overboard, then then you do have to stop altogether. Um, but it was interesting when you were talking about um, drugs and like uh, having these visions and these experiences. And I've had these conversations and I just really want to emphasize that. Um, I know some of my listeners are, would be really interested in this, uh, that part of the conversation, especially because um, I've had conversations with people about how drugs have enhanced past spiritual experiences. And that mm. is absolutely a fact. I mean, they, they are what, um, I, I don't pronounce it right, but the ceremonies with the tea yes. and I yes. was how, I mean, the, the, go ahead. No, no, absolutely. But I think there's, a, for me, uh, there's a difference between recreational drugs and there's a difference between that and plant medicine. Yes. So, so yes. for me, plant medicine constitutes anawaskaya, peyote, magic mushrooms, psilocybin, cacao, okay. things, things that are taken in ceremony. And, and I, you know, have had other epiphanies. And, and for me, uh, if you take plant medicine in a sacred space, in the right context with a shaman or with someone that is leading mm -hmm. You know, or you know, there are in in Amsterdam. There are, you know, you can have there are kind of healing healing centers that are basically uh, uh, psilocybin or plant medicine retreats. Yeah. I think they are they are incredibly empowering because you're calling in the spirits of the plant. You're working with the plant divas, the plant spirits. You're working with the shamans, you know, or shamans. So, uh, and for me, I I will continue to take those and go into those ceremonies because they they are incredibly it, when the time is right and when you're invited i feel you have to be invited by by the plant spirits by the energy of the of the plant and the medicine and by the shaman and and, and when the time is right they can they can level you up in terms of dealing going into stuff helping you um with your consciousness and understanding about your path your role dealing with past trauma they are in, they are in, the, in that context i totally think that they are uh, are right. I think when they're not right is when it, they're vibrating on the frequency of things like cocaine or heroin or yeah. things that you know, you know, and even things like you know, to a sense, cannabis in its in its herbalistic form is fantastic. But when people are growing hydroponic skunk that I think can be very damaging and and actually psychoactive and dangerous, that's different. So it's all about where what resonates with you. Yes. Um, and I totally agree, you know, that recreational drugs, if they're just taken, oh, we're just going to get, you know, messed up. And right. High end, right. Like then, then, then that's that doesn't that doesn't serve anyone. But if you're calling in, if you're creating sacred space and there's a purpose, it's all about your intention. Mm -hmm. What is your intention? Well, my intention is I want to have a spirit quest or a vision quest. And I want to learn about what the next step is for my consciousness, for my being, for my spiritual path. So I'm going to go on a retreat and I'm going to cleanse and purify my body and detox. And then I'm going to make, you know, make a sacred ceremony with this plant and I'm going to have an experience and I'm going to go into my consciousness and into my being and into the galaxy or wherever to have the, you know, the multiverse to have an experience that is totally valid. Yeah. And that is, that is, that has a place for me. 
Um, so, so yeah. Yeah. And, and thank you. Exactly. Like, thank you for clarifying that because, um, that is exactly the question I get from people. I have these conversations with, well, do you think that smoking weed raises your vibration or lowers your vibration? Well, if deep down you feel that you have a problem that you're maybe in taking too much of something, then you, you need to cut back, but if, and that's lowering your vibration to have these conflicting feelings but if this is something that truly helps you relax or something with plant medicine especially that is um controlled by a shaman and, and everything that is something that can actually help you and so there is a difference and so when people ask me you know do these things raise or lower your vibration in those situations that can definitely help raise your vibration um but you have to be very careful there's a lot of fine lines that we're not going to go completely into because I think you did a great job of explaining the difference. Um, you getting an eight ball on a Friday night is not, is not going to raise your vibration. No, it's um, not going to end. It's not going to end well. <laughs> you know, you may feel good at the time, but you're not going to, no, it's, that's not good. Um, however, going to a ceremony, a plant ceremony, that's a totally different thing. Yeah. Um, but when people do take like magic mushrooms or something like something I read and you know, again, like you pretty much answered the question because you said how like certain things will definitely help take you to places and assist you and you've got plant gods and things like working with you. But um, sometimes, if, especially if it's done with a recreational intent or not mm -hmm. in like a guided um, ceremony, doing these things may take you there, like to this higher dimension or wherever you want to be or give you a really cool experience but it, the moment is fleeting. And that's like yes. what you said, same with drinking. So does drinking like lower or higher? No, I would say drinking lowers your vibration because, um, you know, maybe you think that when you drink or when you take a recreational drug, you have these epiphanies and maybe you do. And you think like, oh my God, I'm so smart when I drink, but those moments are fleeting. Like you, you may get there to a level that you want to be at, but you're going to come right back down. It's the same yes. with anything else with money. If you're not ready to ha hold the space for wealth and really energetically be aligned with it and be able to handle it, you're going to be one of those people that always has money and then loses all their money and then has it in the like, you know, same with this type of thing. You'll ascend, but you'll, you'll come back Absolutely. to 3D. And there right. is the less, there is the lesson. Uh, it's about, you know, it's all very well to, you know to talk the talk but you've got to walk the walk and the thing is and, and the whole the whole point about consciousness awakening consciousness uh, ascending the 5d high, these high frequencies is about you have to you to, to maintain them you have to have practice Maintain. you have to do the work and you have to and you have to be consistent you know it's being consistent you know not drinking not doing drugs for four years and having a practice and working with crystals and work and, and work, you know, and, and being, you know, treating like uh, it's, a, it's all about relationships as well. It's just like, if you want to have a relationship with yourself you, uh, or your partner or your healing practice or your spirituality, you know, or your crystals, or they are all relationships and you only get in what you put out, you only get out what you put in. So you have so if you want to evolve as a being, you know, you have to put in the work and do the work. Uh, and, and this is and and there's no there's no quick fix. There's no there's no shortcut. You incrementally ascend, you incrementally reach high vibration, you incrementally 
uh, get, gain access to these these other planes and other and, and it only happens when you're ready there's no you can't kicks you know it's like the, the great mystery schools of Egypt or any of the great mystery schools you know when the initiates go through each stage of the initiation and they're you know you so let's say you open up your chakras or you connect in you work with some pineal gland or you're working with your pituitary gland your crown chakras and then and, and then you're ready to to, to connect into other frequencies and, and other other places uh that that are a part of your initiation you know you you can't you can't jump you can't skip and go straight to right i want to connect with source i want to bring in that frequency you know it's just like until you're until you're ready to work with these diamonds they're called diamond frequencies you, you've got to have been prepared you've got to have worked with your your auric field there are seven layers of the auric field you've got to go in and work in your karma you know and, and taken out anything in your auric field that doesn't belong there and work through that and let it go and, and and actually get to a point where you're vibrating on a frequency that then you can work in these higher frequencies and even the great masters and healers can't stay in those frequencies for too long because we're we're still in the 3d and and, and are we're still in this physical plane so it's very much it's very much a kind of I suppose it evolves as you evolve, um, but also you have to very much uh, work work on these practices, and 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 they and they yeah it's 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 a it's a daily thing. It's a, it's an evolution, and it can't be rushed. But also that you get in what you get out, what you put in. And I think uh, uh, certainly having that mindful practice around a rat started around alcohol for me and drugs is is a way is a great place to start and then it goes to into food so if he's talking about liquids you're then talking about food and then but then it also goes about thoughts and it's about you know how how what what frequencies am i going to let am i going to let mainstream media tell me what to think am i going to let mainstream advertising let me am i going to let you know what's in my field and, and then you choose what your is comes into your field and whether that's abundance and success and joy and lo unconditional love and positivity and uh, you know all the colors of the spectrum the rainbow you know these magical things that are all around you know it's just like right if you choose that then that's what will, that's what will come and as you said the law of attraction uh, you 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 become the creator of your reality uh, and that is a very to me very exciting uh coming to those though that but actually not just coming to the understanding of that but knowing it you know and that um and that's that's uh that's that's a big that's a big moment when it is to go actually yes this is this is what i choose you know and you have a choice yeah and there's a, a for some people like maybe that's scary at first like oh like everything i created my whole reality is a reflection of what i believe and of my actions based on those beliefs. That's what it, but it's not scary because that means you do have control. And that means that you can change your mindset. It's never too late. You're never age and everything else is just, but linear and very 3d and it's no like and everything happens in divine timing anyway whether we can see and understand that or not so um i really like what you all said Absolutely. about yeah not just getting things but maintaining and that is so true with anything you you don't go into the gym and expect to lift a hundred pound dumbbell you have to build your muscle you have to build um you know, like you've got to change habits, habits that have been with you for 25 years, you're not going to change overnight. 
Um, but it can be done. And again, like that's why there are people, um, there are support groups, there are coaches, there are therapists. That's why like these people are, and, and when the student is ready, I like to say the master appears because it won't, Absolutely. it won't happen a second sooner or later than it needs to. And then you have your, you know, okay, this needs to change, but, um, yeah, anything just, you know, this whole podcast episode has been amazing, but just make sure like, you know, of all the other things to take away from this, that you remember, it's not just about getting something. It's not just about manifesting something. It's about keeping it, keeping that money, keeping that sobriety, keeping that, that flow of joy and abundance, because things are going to happen every day that are beyond our control. And just like you said, that's why you can control what you see on social media and on TV. And it's not being naive, but if something is upsetting you and causing you to um, operate in a low vibration and out of fear instead of faith, then you need to change what you surround yourself with because it will you know, it may not make everything like that doesn't mean that hard situations aren't going to come and happen to you, but you'll start to, you'll be able to handle them a lot better. And then you'll realize they're happening for you and not to you. And it'll just be, you'll have an overall much better way of handling things and uh, mindset is, is everything. So I just, I thank you so much. Like this, this was really amazing this conversation not at all no i mean the thing is it kind of this is what i meant when i said about a gateway to wellness it's like yeah. this is this for me was because uh this is what it has led to um in terms of um something that's built incrementally mm. um and and so you know it, it it allows it allows kind of every day to be there's so much gratitude. I think everything starts with gratitude. Absolutely. Having that relationship with your higher self, with your with yourself, and then taking that out into the world, whether it's in this realm or other realms. So whether it's in like physically with your, with your family and the people around you and the frequencies around you, but also, you know, whatever you consider to be your higher power or your God or your goddess or the universe, whatever it is, but just being appreciative for, you know, what what it is to be alive in this in this space and time uh, in this timeline is the is the great great gift i mean it's it's the greatest gift and it's uh and and actually knowing and, and feeling and understanding that is so empowering uh and it really is just uh it is the willy wonka ticket really um <laughs> so so yeah don't waste your willy wonka ticket is what i would say to anyone listening um, and, and I would just like to also say that I think one of the greatest things of under, uh, that came out of this whole journey for me is appreciating that the, you know, the soul, your consciousness, your being is eternal. Mm. So, so, so the, your, your body is your biotech for your consciousness. And, and when you shed the skin, you will just go into, the, into your next journey, whether it's in this realm or another. So don't waste it because if you, the more work you do now, you know, the, the, the goal is not to have to come back and relearn the lessons. So if you can, if you can level up and transform in this avatar body, you know, you can, uh, the ultimate goal is to step off samsara into enlightenment and ascend. And, and, and that's achievable for anybody in any timeline and dimension. Uh, it's not something that, oh, I have to go and be a yogi and sit on it. No, it's achievable if, 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 if you don't put limits on it, you know, and that's when it comes to don't put limits on what you can achieve in your imagination, in your, in your manifestations. So the goal is ascension, the goal is enlightenment, and why can't we have that? Uh, 
So let's uh, let's do it. Let's make it happen. Yes, it is our birthright. Abundance is our birthright. And Absolutely. It's about coming back and realizing that and not not squandering it, not wasting Abs- it. No, absolutely. And 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 if anybody wants any resources, I mean, some of my heroes, sober heroes, uh, and people that have helped me along the way, you know, obviously Chip Summers um, from Chip Summers Therapy, uh, Emily Cyphers from Sober and Social, um, uh, Kat Duval from Nine Lives Yoga. Uh, I did a, a amazing course with her called The Four Pillars of Happiness, um, which helped me level up. Um, then, uh, I, uh, yeah, then my crystal, well, my Reiki teacher, first Reiki teacher was Melissa Wilson uh, for Usui, Usui Reiki and then Angelic Reiki, Margaret West from the Angelic Reiki f- uh, Foundation. And then my crystal guru and healer is Katie Jane Wright of And Crystals. And she's, she's wa- world renowned. Uh, and I can, anyone wants any of those links, I'm happy uh, to connect. And I'm also working with this wonderful lady called uh, Stephanie, who I met on Clubhouse called the Hug Angel, who is incredible. So uh, yes, oh, you should yeah. definitely come and join me in her group. She she has a, a wonderful group. Uh, called, I think it's called the Angelhood, which is the club. So um, uh, yeah, thank you so much for having me, Laura. This has been a, a wonderful, a really beautiful podcast. And uh, yeah, I really uh, blessings to you and all you do. Yeah, wish wishing you all the success in your future path definitely oh thank you i appreciate that so much um yeah and like i said i'll make sure everybody can um have access to you know instagram um website whatever i'll make sure it's all and then um yeah i'd be happy to provide those other resources and we'll talk more i'm excited and i'll I'll let everyone know how i find this drink and uh, yes. well, can it be i mean we can work something on internationally right it can yes be, so yeah, basically what so basically the plan is that cordis drinks will be launching in the uk this year and sober sommelier so um but i plan you know hopefully next year to launch in the us um but 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 for for if people want reach out to me on dm me i will i will package them and send them a bottle to the us i have no problem doing that um send send that send that high vibrational liquid um for their for their enjoyment so it would be a pleasure so um, thank you so much thank you um and again this was really wonderful i hope everyone enjoyed and until next time take care